0: Anti-science public high school discriminates based on religion. Exeter High School in New Hampshire is being sued by a Catholic student, identified in the lawsuit as MP, who was suspended from playing in a football game because, in a private conversation, off school grounds, initiated by a progressive student, MP expressed his view that there are only two genders, male and female. To be clear, by genders, he meant sexes. Until recently, when the trans cult redefined gender, the term was synonymous with biological sex. The conversation was precipitated by an incident in Spanish class when a student declared that he or she is non-binary and wished to be addressed by the third-person plural pronoun, they. On the bus ride home after school, M.P. and his friends were discussing the, quote, difficulty of addressing a non-binary person in Spanish, end quote, which has two gendered words for they, eos and eos. A girl, identified as A.G., interrupted their conversation to assert the silly idea that there are more than two genders. After M.P. got off the bus A.G. texted him to resume the debate during which she demanded M.P., quote, give me one valid reason why there's only two genders, end quote. Well, that's like demanding someone give her a valid reason why there are tigers. Tigers, like boys and girls, just are. A.G. then sent the text conversation to Vice Principal Marcy Dovoluck, also known as big brother, I mean sister, I mean genderless sibling. She concluded from on her high horse that no student is permitted to express his or her true, scientifically verifiable belief that humans, like all other mammals, are either male or female. What wonders what orders Luck has issued to Exeter's biology teachers. Next day, M.P. was pulled out of a morning class by Dovoluck and varsity football coach Bill Ball and suspended from the next football game for, quote, failing to respect another student's gender pronouns and for inappropriate language used in his texts, such as bozo and shut the F up, end quote. As someone who worked in a public high school for a decade, I can say with confidence that no student is suspended for calling someone a bozo or for saying STFU in class, let alone in a text message after school. When MP's mother objected to the suspension, saying that her son had done nothing wrong, football coach Ball replied, I know, but times are changing. Truer words were never spoken. Right is now wrong. And wrong is right. Imagine if Ball had had the spine to object instead of capitulating. Even in the phantasmagorical transtopia that leftists are socially constructing, AG misused the term gender. In transtopia, gender is the aggregate of arbitrary, socially imposed behaviors, roles, and conventions associated with one of the two biological sexes. AG likely meant gender identities, which, in transtopia, are the subjective internal feelings one has about one's maleness, femaleness, both or neither. Gender identity has no objective material reality. AG interrupted MP's discussion about the two sexes with an entirely irrelevant comment about gender identity. Exeter's outrageous policy on transgender and gender nonconforming students states quote, The goal of this policy is to ensure the safety, comfort, and healthy development of the transgender or gender nonconforming student while maximizing the student's social integration and minimizing stigmatization of the student. A student has the right to be addressed by a name and pronoun that corresponds to the student's gender identity. The intentional or persistent refusal to respect a student's gender identity, for example, intentionally referring to the student by a name or pronoun that does not correspond to the student's gender identity, is a violation of this policy, end quote. Here are several questions for the Exeter Administration and School Board. First, what criteria did the school use to determine what constitutes the healthy development of gender dysphoric students? Who socially constructed those criteria? Second, is the school arguing there exists no behavior that should be stigmatized? What if a student identifies as a polyamorist or a zoophile? Are other students free to express disapproval of polyamory and zoophilia? Three, What are the administration's pronoun diktats with regard to gender-fluid students who change their preferred pronouns day to day? Fourth, is the administration aware that when they suggest the belief that there are only two genders is worthy of discipline, they are stigmatizing all theologically orthodox Christians whose beliefs about God's created order are central to their identity in Christ, Could that stigmatization make Christian students feel unsafe? Fifth, does a student have a right not to be forced to lie? When the administration demands that students use pronouns that embody false, science-denying beliefs about humans, they are forcing students to lie, which in turn means the administration is forcing Christian students to violate their religion. And finally, Does the administration realize that disciplining students for acting on their religious beliefs constitutes discrimination based on religion? The verb respect means to hold something in esteem or to feel deferential regard for something. No public school has a right to demand that students respect any aspect of the trans ideology or of any behavior related to it. And no public school has a right to demand that only conservative students refrain from expressing their ontological, theological, moral, or political views of transcultism while permitting progressive students to express theirs. No student has an obligation to respect the superstition that some boys menstruate and some girls have penises. No student has an obligation to respect cross-sex hormone doping, cross-dressing, or the sexual integration of bathrooms and locker rooms. There is nothing progressive about progressives. Their sexuality ideology is an odd mixture of paganism and Gnosticism, and their political tactics are those of all oppressive regimes. The Exeter tattletale, A.G., is like a whisperer in the former Soviet Union, Sheptun, who informs or whispers behind people's back to the authorities. Normal Americans are becoming the other kind of whisperers in the former Soviet Union, the ones who whispered out of fear of being overheard.